Thank you for tuning in tonight. It was worth mentioning a podcast about nothing that talks about everything. I'm here today with my my brother from another mother, Juan, and my actual brother, Mike. And I'm your host, Newborn Nick. So, um, you know, a few weeks have been gone by, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that for later. Yo. We'll get into that later, yo. Let's, let's talk about how you know I'm, I'm tired yo. i'm tired so, so let, let's talk about that let's talk about the tired stuff we was talking about before we started the, the podcast because i'm over here again no no breakfast beer puppy monkey baby i'll be feeling worn lately man I, like we was just talking it's like i feel like every week we talk about how tired we feel yo yeah and it you know what it is i'm gonna blame it on work man i'm not used to working like this yo I've been working a lot. My, my checks been fat, and I'm, I'm not used to this, yo. It's, I got too comfortable with that slow and steady pace, and now they they be working me like they, they think I'm a Marin, that I'm Mike Marin. They, you know what it is? I realized different. I realized this week, right? Because <laughs> I had to leave Friday. I left Friday for like two hours, right? So all week we've been rocking. Like I came in. Maybe it was it was Friday morning. I came in Friday morning. All three of our bays were filled with cars. And the boss came over. I literally just walked in. Still got my jacket on. I'm inside of a car trying to open up a sliding door that was busted. And dude walks in and says, are you and your brother busy right now? I'm like, well, I just walked in. We got three cars. I'm not quite sure what we have going on. He goes, well, we got a few cars over there. Can you take one? I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll just move one of the other cars out and you could pull it in there. I mean, I guess we're not busy. But when I left at like one o'clock to go handle some business with my daughter, I was gone for like two hours. Nick didn't get a damn job. So I think what it is is when I'm there, they just figure it, you know, kind of like Dragon Ball Z when, when they do that, that stuff right there and they, you know, share powers. I guess they figure when I'm there. Like, me and Nick kind of just, like, you know, we do this, and we become, like, one super tech that could do everything. But then when I'm gone, they're like, yeah, nah, it's just Nick. I don't know if he can handle this. So, with me, we have, like, 27 cars. With just Nick, they don't give him nothing. So, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I was thinking about that yesterday because we were pretty busy yesterday. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe they we think have, we, we just... look into that theory. You want to just have me disappear every now and then and see if you get work? No, we're just gonna have to pay attention to it. You just pay attention to it, you know. <laughs> just have the time, the time yeah. of shit. Yeah, no, but we've definitely been busy. We've definitely been busy, and it's funny because I, I've been reading this book. Um, I've been wanting to read this for a while. It's called "Becoming a King: The Path to Restoring the Heart of a Man." Right. So I'll tell you a quick, a quick story. When I told Nick this when I first started reading this book, so I had heard about this book early on last year, and I always wanted to read it. I didn't buy it. My wife bought it for me for Christmas, um, but I was in the middle of a couple of books. Plus, you know, like I said early on, I'm trying to switch up the type of books I read. So I didn't want to read this one directly after a book that was similar to it. So when I finally picked this book up at the start of the month and I read the title, which says The Path to Restoring the Heart of a Man, I said, damn, man, I kind of waited too long to read this book. Like, I don't feel that my heart is in a place where I'm going to get a whole lot out of this book. You know, I kind of had that, you know, that's for for lack of a better word, I had that thought of, you know, I'm kind of done with this portion right now. Like, I wish I would have read this book sooner. 
So as I'm thinking that, meaning like that that portion of your life, as far as like personal growth and stuff, you mean like? Yeah, yeah, like you know, as far as personal growth, I felt like I was at a level where like this book wouldn't like there was like you know you can't get any higher. Like you like where you're at is where you're at, and like you're good there. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I kind of felt that as as you know as as the heart restoration part of it was. I thought I was at at a, at a pretty much of a peak. And, you know, I, that's why I want to switch up the type of books I was reading. So as I have this in my heart, I'll, I'm reading the intro. Now, this is almost the end of the intro. And he has this line in this book. It says, there will be a time when you believe everything is finished. That will be the beginning. So I, I saw that. I said, all right, I guess we're going to just begin now. Because I thought we were done. But according to the book, we just beginning. It's almost like the book spoke to me. But anyway, so... Like Nick said, these past two weeks, we've been real busy. And uh, I've been coming home tired from work. Had a couple of late nights till seven. And then the chapter I'm, I'm reading is talking about, um, like, being present and, and not being so busy. And I read one thing the other morning. I'm going to read it real quick. And it says, uh, this is about being present. It says, what if the greatest gift you could give to your family, to your kingdom, is you, the truest you? And he has a couple of things. It says, go slower, do less, love more. As we slow down, do less, and love more, we in turn give permission to those in our world to do the same. All right, so I read that. I believe that was Thursday. And then this morning, I read this out of it. And it says, busyness is the enemy of intimacy. Relationships suffer, souls suffer, and we are caught in a spin in which the spirit of this age causes us to settle for less and make agreements with living on very small portions of life. Yeah, so those those two little things right there kind of kind of smack me upside the head. I ain't gonna lie because you guys know I'm always busy, always doing something. Yeah. And lately, I've been seeing that in a lot of you know. There's always seems to be themes that that pop up, you know, on my social media feed and books I'm reading, podcasts I'm listening. And lately, this this seems to be what's popping up for me. This like rhythm of of rest and work, you know. And it says even here, it says our souls know little of rhythm and rest. So yeah, and I think that's why we're so tired. It's not even just that we're we're physically tired. I think we're physically tired. We're mentally tired. Um, our souls are tired. It's just, you know, we got to find a way. At least I do. I got to find a way to kind of slow it down and. And, you know, I mean, I try to do, you know, somewhat. I try to slow down and enjoy things in the moment. But obviously, with all these things coming at me, I, I, I'm still a little bit too busy. You know, like these things. I was about to say, because you're always doing something. Like yesterday, yeah. he, you went from work to eat to BJ's. Like, you always, like, you're like my wife, like always on the move. You're like, you know, you stop for a minute. You stop for a minute, be, be fucking lazy, and just don't do nothing for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, this. Don't worry about that dish. Just chill out, yo. And that's what I tell all the time. And uh, and you too, man. You gotta like, you know, take some time. Like, yo, when was the last time you played a video game, yo? I played last night. I played last night for like a half hour. I fell asleep though. All right, let, let me rephrase that. Then before that, when was the last time you played? Tuesday on my day off, I played for a half an hour. <laughs> a half an hour though. Yeah. You need to give yourself. I, I mean, I know for you, like, you're you're. Like your quality time, quote unquote, is like doing your reading and you're working out and this and that. But like, is it really? Yeah, I mean, some in a way it is. You know but I mean? 
you know, I've been thinking about that too, because like, yeah, you know what? I, I have that that time in the morning, and that helps me set up my day. You know, it clears my mind, it centers me, focuses me. But you know, that's a lot of like alone time when when the world is sleeping and the kids are sleeping. And I'm like, you know, may, maybe I need to have that same kind of energy, but like midday when you know my wife and my kids are awake and around me. You know, maybe they need to see a little bit of that, like you said, slowing down. Because, you know, like I said in the book, the more I do it, the more it'll give permission for people around me to be like, oh, you know what? It's okay. We could just chill and relax and just, you know, be here. But there's something I got to work on, man. Because, I mean, like you said, we've been, we've, I've been tired for like two weeks, man. It's just, yeah, nonstop. But. I was talking about that with Jennifer. I'm like, what? It, like, what she was saying, I'm like, maybe it's like, it's not tired like a COVID type of tired. <laughs> You know what I mean? But you just like you just feel tired, yo. Speaking of which, how you feeling, Juan? I know you got your your second shot of the the zombie the zombie vaccine. How you feeling? Yeah. You, your eyes bleeding? Yeah. You, you trying to hit your family or anything, yo? You good? <laughs> um, I'm good. I mean, yesterday was a little rough. It was just like fatigue and and joint pain. Um, but that's it. I'm I'm good now. Yeah, it's that wasn't pop. cute. Like it wasn't cute at all. Yeah, like, oh, what is that? Is, I don't uh, like that feeling. Wait a minute. Mom got I think it. I need it's to been... sit down. <laughs> yeah, she said he did the same thing with the second shot. The second shot did her in, but it was like for a day. Like she was banged, like really banged up for like, and then the next day it was like the nothing never was. Like yeah. she just got up, like like she well like yo he even left work because he was so worried about her yo because of how she was feeling. That's how you felt it's like, like you was like super that. achy, like just super like drained achy at the joints that's it though like not any kind of breathing issues or or anything like that it was just straight achy like if you was coming down with like you know when you feel like you're coming out with the flu and you get that muscle fatigue that yeah. muscle ache and all that like that without any sweats i didn't have a temperature none of that just the aches and of course, my arm hurts from where they shot you. I mean, but you know, they're shooting into a muscle. So how does it, how does it feel when they the, the shot? Is it does it feel like like hot lava? I've I've had shots <laughs> where they they inject that shit. Nah. It feels like they injected lava into you. No, nah, you it's don't like, feel oh, that at all. What's that? It's not oh. it's not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of those. And no metallic taste in your yeah, mouth. Like, yo, you like supposed that, to be no. healing me, yo. Why that shit burn like that, yo? <laughs> So that's exactly how my whole experience felt when I had COVID. Exactly like you're describing, Juan. Body aches, chills, tiredness. I had that for 10 days. Yeah, that's what I was telling my wife I I yesterday. I was days. like, this is crazy. I, I said, I said, don't imagine, but just imagine. Like, if we really had it, this is what I'd be feeling like. Probably, you know, with a lot of other shit. But this if, is yeah, what if, I'd you're be lucky, like. if you're lucky, that's what you would be feeling. Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel I I was but I, with what I had as bad as it was I think that was actually pretty good in comparison. Yeah, I was I was oh man, COVID did a number. I, my poor homie Glenn, yo, rest in peace, man. Yo, I was I was thinking about him the other day and I was crying, yo. Yeah. You ain't fully grieved that one out yet, man. Trust me, I know that feeling. I miss it, man. I was with my cousin, man. I mean, there's a lot of people that say you don't don't fully ever get over it. I mean, I guess you really can't, you know? I mean, that's a hole that just, you can't just refill it with something else. 
I think you get just, to a point where you can deal with it. Yeah, just you know one I mean? of those things that you just, you realize you're going to have that feeling and you just, you know, you live with that. Uh, no, it's it's not a bad thing, man. It's I mean it it sucks no. in the moment, you know. But it's it's that means that that person touched your life, like he they you know they meant something to you. And yeah. as long as you remember them, you know, like I told Nick to watch Coco last night. I bet you he didn't. I did. No, I did. I did. Oh, you did? Did, did, did. you cry ugly at the end? Nah, you know <laughs> what? You know what's funny, yo? Like I guess maybe because I was expecting to do it. I cause yo, I've I've cried for lesser shit. You know what I mean? The I've Disney tried. movie with the little boy. Uh, you seen, seen it one? That one. Yeah. That's what that's what the whole uh, premise of the movie is about. How, you know, Coco's dad doesn't want to be forgotten because once you know the last person speaks your name and the world forgets you, they say you die a second time. So that's what I was getting at. You know, with the with that feeling of of grief of somebody being gone. As long as you have that. They're still alive. You know, they're never gone as long as you remember them and you have that grief about them. Yeah. Yeah, I was sitting here just thinking, like, I, and I, it was, I was in a good mood. You know, I was chilling with Samson, and then uh, I had put something up on social media, and I was, and in my head, I, the first thing I thought was, like, yo, if he was here, he'd have some real dumb shit to say about that, yo. Because <laughs> that's how he is. Like, I put something up, and, like, two seconds later, he's only, like, the first person, the first or second person is normally him and my mom. The first people to comment on some, something I put up, yo, and I put it up, and I thought, and I was like, he be, he be, he would say some dumb shit to me right now for this, yo. <laughs> and then I just sat there, and I'm like, damn, yo, I fucking miss him, yo. I still have his voicemail on my phone when he told me happy birthday from three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, we have a. You have that. Yeah, we have a have book a that my father-in-law had recorded. It's um, I think it's the Twas the Night Before Christmas. It was one of um, Julie's Christmas presents one year. Where like you could record yourself reading it, you know. And uh, she found it. I think it was either this Christmas or last Christmas. She just happened to stumble across it and started listening to it. And we walked in, and she had tears in her eyes. Yeah, because you know, like hearing, hearing that voice, you know, that you haven't heard yeah. for so long. And that's what a lot of people say that they that they as the time goes by. That's what you ultimately forget. You forget what the person sounded like. You know, like you can always remember what somebody looks like, right? You know what I mean? You could picture them. You got pictures of them. But that's what I've heard from a lot of people, that as time goes by, the part that bothers you the most is you forget what they sound like. Like you can no longer hear them talking to you. You know what I mean? So it was it was nice that, you know, we have that. But now, it's, you know, it's that fear of we better make sure we don't record over it by accident, you know? So it's like we're very nervous whenever that book comes out. I was like, oh, just press play and then put your hands. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> holy I mean, they, they, they should make it. You know, remember like the old cassette tapes, right? You had the little thing in the bottom where you would the pop top, out. Yeah. So you, so you yeah, couldn't record over it accidentally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why, that yeah. don't have no like, no, like, safety feature? I haven't really looked at it um, because I don't want to, you know, because they already know to be careful with it, so. I haven't really looked at it just in they, case. Like it's the night before Christmas. Hey, Julie, Julie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but it's it's definitely a beautiful thing, man, to to hear it, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. Why I, that's why I, the other day, like, cause I ha- and you know, it's funny that that Glenn's message that I saved, it was purely by accident. Like I didn't even know I had it saved. Like he had sent it to me on my birthday. I had heard it, and um, I, I heard it after the fact. Like like he had sent it, and I was at work, so I didn't hear it. And it saved to my phone. 
I didn't even realize like how I must have did something that day because I was at work and it saved to my phone. And now, now I just kept it there. It, this was before he passed. I just kept it there because I was like, oh, it's saved. I mean, it a, and it's a funny ma matter of fact. Look, I'll play you the message. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it. All right, here we go. Hey, Nick, just wanted to call you and wish you a happy birthday. Hope you have a great one. By the way, you're brown. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't lying. They did kind of suck that year. <laughs> they did. They definitely did. But. <laughs> They don't suck now, yo. They don't suck now. He gonna be, he gonna be up in heaven mad as hell now when the Steelers play the Browns, yo. I'm gonna he hear thunder and lightning from my window. He gonna be outside yelling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's gonna be something, something gonna happen. If he can't make something happen, he gonna make it happen. Yeah, man, so. But, yeah, so uh, I saw I saw Coco. You know, when I was at work, right, for a few weeks I was talking to Mikey about, like, how I wanted to, like, change stuff up, right? Cause uh, everything kind of just became different for me, right? Like I wanted to make sure that I do, I continue to do stuff in a manner where it's fun and enjoyable to me. Cause that's that's the main reason why I want to do stuff. Like I'm, I I feel that we're always gonna have these conversations. I don't know if they're always gonna be made into a podcast. You know what I mean? Like ideally, I would like to you know keep doing that. You know, cause I know some people enjoy listening to us conversate and do this, but it's also a lot of work to you know to chop and put stuff together and then. Putting the the, the the descriptions and all that stresses me out because uh, I suck at writing stuff. I you know, so it's a lot of work. So I, I was talking about how like, I want to keep stuff fun. I want to keep you know stuff enjoyable where I enjoy doing it. And uh, I was talking. I keep talking about like the different topics and stuff that I want to talk about. I kept saying over and over. Like I kept it kept movies kept coming up. Right, Mikey, you're like, yo, yeah. why are you talking about movies? Because you know what it was when I started doing the whole gaming thing. At first, you know, like I said, it started kind of like accident, accident. We did that every Wednesday and then, you know, all that stuff. And then I started doing all the, the gaming stuff. And um, when I started doing it, I kind of put a lot of stuff on the shelf because I was either playing video games, editing videos, or streaming. You know what I mean? Like, so I put a lot of things in the background. Like, I stopped watching sports. I stopped watching a lot of TV. You know, and I just focused on that for a long time. And now because the whole dynamic of everything changed, I have a lot more time that I'm not doing that stuff anymore. So I've been watching more movies and like that. And I realized like, yo, that's something like I really, really enjoy. It's like watching, watching movies, shows and all that. And it's funny because Mikey was like, yo, you know, you, the, uh, talking about like, you was like, oh, what you want to be like Cisco and Ebert and do reviews. And I'm like, nah, I can't do reviews. Like I get entertained too easily. Like I would hardly <laughs> ever give any movie a bad, like even if a movie's bad, like if it gets, it, it gets my attention. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's gonna happen next? It's cause I'm a nosy Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? Like, I want what's, what's gonna happen next? Like, shitty ass movies. Like, but is his mom gonna find out who he is? You know what I mean? Like, so and then, I'm, now we finally get to sit down and actually talk about a movie because I actually saw a movie that you know one of you guys also have actually saw, and it was a cool movie with a cool message, and and it, it happened to tie into the whole. Uh, like we was talking about this morning about, you know, me missing Glenn and his memory. And uh, it was a pretty dope movie, man. It was, it was definitely a cool movie. I like, I like obviously, the animation of it was cool. Was that, was that like a Pixar movie? Was that a Disney? Um, I don't know. I think it's Disney. I, is Disney Pixar the same thing? Yeah. I'm well, not, they, I don't Disney know. Disney owns them, I believe. I'm pretty sure Coco is a Disney movie, but I'm not sure. No, it's definitely a Disney movie. I watched it on a Disney app. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Disney Pixar. Oh, yeah, okay. Disney Pixar. Yeah, Celebration cool. of a Lifetime. Yeah, no, it was it was a cool, it was a cute movie, man, and it was uh, 
from the beginning, though, I guess because I had an idea of what the movie was, I knew from the jump that uh that dude wasn't gonna be his pops, yo. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, I I figured the same. It just it just seemed <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, nah, but you know that movie that movie's been out long enough now that you don't really have to worry too much about the spoilers. Whoever hasn't seen it, movie, yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. But even without knowing that there was a twist, just the whole way it sets up, you know that there's something else to it, that that dude wasn't, you know, his grandfather, because, like, yeah, that's too I easy. I'm going to tell you what, though. I didn't expect it to get that dark, yo. Yeah, like, yeah. Yo, for Disney. Murdered him, bodied him, yo. Like, yeah. <laughs> the whole time his family, I, I, let, me, let me bring it back. Me and I already get a spoiler, so in case somebody listening to this haven't seen Coco, um, the story is that the, the the dad loves music, and uh, he wants to, the world to hear his music. So he leaves his family to go play music. He never comes back. So the wife is like, you know what? No more music. And then that becomes the family tradition. No music. They make shoes. Why shoes? Yeah. I don't know. But you know, they try, they, to they, they try to forget him, and they don't want to think about him. They take his face off the picture, and then uh, to find out that. It's not that he didn't want his family. He wanted to come back for his family, but the, the dude killed him and yeah. took all his beats. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he killed him, took all the songs, all his beats. Because in the beginning, when he's singing that song, Forget Me Not, or or whatever the, whatever the song remember was, me. Remember yeah, Me. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that, that sounds like... And the minute you hear that song, like, when he's singing it, it sounds like you automatically think, like, damn, that sounds like that what that dad would sing. So, yeah, it makes sense that he thinks he's a dad because that's a song the dad would think about, you know, his family and uh yeah, you know, the cute movie. I just like I said, I wasn't expecting to get that dark that dog with the tongue hanging out. Like that dumb yeah. dog was awesome. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and I liked it, man, because there was a there's a lot of uh and, and it's cool how they do that with these with these kid movies and, and cartoons. <laughs> they they put in these deep, like underlining stories, you know, and themes in them, you know, and it wasn't just about, you know, remembering, you know, the the father so he doesn't die a second time but like you said you know the family assumed that he just abandoned him and then you come to find out it's like nah he he loved him to the very end like he was running back to him and then even after his death he continues to try to run back to him yeah because like that's all he ever wanted was his family you know so then it has you thinking like you know that's that's, that's you know people do that sometimes people make assumptions of how people feel and not realizing, like, nah, you were way off. Like, that's all this man wanted was his family. Yeah, the complete and, opposite of what they thought. Yeah, complete opposite of what they thought, you know? And it's like, and it's cool, man, because, you know, you end, you get to have these, I mean, not always, depending, I guess, how old or how young your kids are, but, you know, you can have these conversations with your kids and, and give them little life lessons while watching a cool little movie. Yeah, and I, I think, ideally, I mean, I would that would be, like, the thing to do, right? Like, that's why you want to do that or have that. You know, to, so you could watch the movies with the kids and then have those discussions afterwards. I mean, yeah. it, you know, they they ask the question, you kind of elaborate. You know, yeah, that's the that's the cool thing about uh, movies and stuff. My phone keep is blowing up. How is it blowing up so early? Like everybody I know is sleeping right now. <laughs> like who the hell is up right now? Like my whole world is sleeping right now. It's eight o'clock on a Sunday. I'm up right now. Well, that, well, yeah, you so right, Mikey. <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely cried watching Coco. I cried a few times throughout that movie, man. Yeah, no, there's a lot of points of it that were very. You know what it is too? Like anytime I see anything with like 
a father and, and a child or brothers. It just, it always hits me, man. I don't know I was, why it always I, hits I me. I thought I was going to cry because, like I said, I've, I've been crying. For, yo, I cried at, Wand, at, the, at, the, at the end of WandaVision. When Vision and and want when when you know like and I didn't like tear like I I cried like I cried like I would and I still think about how I felt when that shit happened yo like when they were walking to the house together the family knowing they were about to mis- yeah. disappear like and so I assumed that because everyone said it everyone was like oh you, it's such a sad you're gonna cry so and then because you weren't the first one that said that other people have said that they watched it and cried so I just assumed this so I guess because I kept assuming it. And I kept waiting for it. Maybe I was emotionally ready. And uh, yeah, it could be. I don't know. Because I know I thought, what's that movie with the two trolls? Onward? Yeah, that shit made me ugly cry, bro. Yeah, that shit did me in, yo. You ever I seen was, that I was, one? I was actually look, I was looking that up. What I was, was looking it? for the name of it. I was going, yeah. Onward. Onward. Yeah. It's about two brothers. Yeah. And uh, well, I, well, yeah, I guess what happens is they try to bring the father back. The youngest brother never got to meet the father. Um, I forget why. So they try to bring him back with magic. And they mess up the magic, only bring back half of them. So throughout Legs. the whole, yeah, throughout the whole movie, <laughs> the younger brother is trying to complete the spell, and the older brother keeps like, it kind of seems like he keeps screwing shit up. But then at the end, the younger brother ultimately realizes like everything he was trying to find in his dad, his brother has always been that for him. So it, it's very touching, man. And yeah, get me funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you know what it is. I saw that movie at like the height of the quarantining last year, and like with like zero interaction with anybody, man. Like I wasn't seeing nobody. I was seeing my family and going to work. And I think it was maybe like two or three months, man. And yeah, that shit had me crying, crying, like crying, crying. Like my wife had a car and she rubbed my back and everything, man. Yeah, you yeah, know, I was alone. I was alone in my old game room watching it, <laughs> crying. Because it is. Yeah. It's a very touching story. And, it, and at that point, that was uh, early on. I didn't even know if we had started doing these podcasts. So I can't even blame it on the fact that these podcasts and, and learning about my inner self made me emotional. It was just, that movie just, I don't know. Because I noticed now, ever since we've had these conversations, I, I've been very more, um, I don't, like Jennifer says, because now I have a heart. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> like now, <nah, I> <laughs> apparently I was, I was like you know I was the ice king before, but I don't know. Yeah, and uh, you know I think I think well, you know there's definitely you know that I mean not to there's definitely some truth into into what she's saying. Maybe she's not explaining it you know correct, but that's what I think what happened. I I think you your heart, not that you were heartless before, but you know you. I think what happens is sometimes people they, they close up their heart, you know, they, they don't want to get hurt, so they, they lock it up and uh you know don't allow it to feel certain things, you know. But you know, once you start having conversations and talking about things and thinking about things, you know, they say what you think is a reality. You know, so if in your mind that's what you're constantly thinking and that's what you're constantly saying, you're gonna close up your heart. But once you start talking about things and then your mind sees it and then it just you know, you kind of open up your heart, and that's what happens. You start feeling shit. Yet the, the other day, I went to, uh, like, I'm getting real soft as I age. I don't know if it's because of all the books I'm reading or just the way. I think the, we're going to metaphors. That's all I'm going to believe. I think I'm going to be metaphors because I've been real emotional, yo. <laughs> so the other day, right, I'm at work with Nick, and uh, I get a call from, from Julie, and I hear Vanessa in the background crying, and I'm thinking, like, something's going down. I'm like, what's going on? What happened? 
turns out my wife had got some Krispy Kremes from the fundraisers. You know, the fundraiser, you can only get one flavor. So they were all just uh, the regular cream-filled ones. So my daughter got excited. She saw the box, opened it up, saw there were no glaze, and she freaked out. She wanted glazed donuts. So, you know, me being the softy I am, after working and busting my ass all day, I go to Krispy Kreme to get some glazed donuts. But I get there, and there's a lady quite a bit of ways in front of me, and she's with her, her daughter. Her daughter was probably about the same age as Vanessa, maybe a little bit younger. And they have this cool, like, old-time, I guess it's supposed to be, like, the delivery truck from, you know, years back when they used to, I guess, you know, it looked, it, to, kind of, to me, it kind of looked like a milkman's truck. So as I'm walking, um, they stop to take a picture. So I get to the door first, and they just finished the picture. Now I'm like, I'm not going to walk in. Like, they were in front of me. Like, I'm going to let them go ahead. So I open the door. I let them go ahead of me. And so I get to see all this while I'm behind them. You know, I saw them taking the picture by the car. I saw it. And then they have the, you know, you can see, I don't know if you went to Krispy Kreme. You can actually see the donuts coming down the conveyor belt. And you see it bouncing in the oil, like cooking, you know. And so you get to see the whole process. So they have that wide open. Uh, and that's as you walk through the lines. I mean, the place was empty, so it's not like we were standing there too long. But they, they have, like, the little hats you could give to the kids that you put them on to look like a chef. So, you know, I see the little girl gets the hat, puts it on, takes a picture by the conveyor belt. It was just fucking beautiful to see, man. See, I'm getting soft in my old age. <laughs> but it's just, you know, you see these things, man. It's like there's so much beauty in the world and... Everybody always wants to focus on, like, the negative shit and, and you know, certain, some people that you follow on, on Instagram and Facebook always want to put up all this nasty shit. And it's like, bro, there's so much beauty in the world. Just open your eyes and see it. And, you know, I was seeing that, and it was beautiful, man. You know, and, and the lady's like, oh, you could go ahead. We don't know what we want. I said, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Take your time. I'm in no rush. But it was just, like, and it touched me, man, to just see. And then you see the little girl, you know, she had a little box of donuts. She was all smiling. Ugh. It's just, you know, it's beautiful, man. The world, that's the problem now with the world, though, is that people lack empathy. There's no empathy anymore. So, yes. And a lot of it depends. A lot of it is how you were raised yeah. uh, as yeah. well, too. Like, you raised with love and, and affection, you typically will end up having some empathy. But the people who aren't raised with that love and 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 that care and they they don't know what it feels like to to feel that like you guys have felt that before that's why affection and the way it's feeling that that, that you can feel it and just seeing it somebody else doing it but yeah. empathy man is huge man i'm i feel the same way bro i'm a big softy i'll be crying on these damn shows and shit I'm like what the hell what's this <laughs> Yeah, I, I never used I never used to be like that, yo. Like my wife no, cries for everything, no. but I, I didn't. You know what I mean? Like I had a there was a few movies that like made me like you know get kind of choked up, but I never like really cried for a movie. And it feels like you know what? I guess it kind of started around the, the apocalypse, and the apocalypse started. I guess maybe I don't know, because that's I think what that's I remember. What it was for like, a lot I of people, man, because doing it, it more. You know, you know, like they said, like it kind of turned off all the distractions and it forced everybody to look inward and really see what was important to them. You know, going off of what Juan was talking about, about how you raise, right? So I, I started following this guy on Instagram, Jay Skibbins. He's a, a coach for single dads. Seems like a really cool dude. But this week he put up a picture of his kid, and his kid was all smiling, you know, and it says, raise boys with big hearts. And, and the whole point of the post was about, 
like allowing our kids to be kids, letting them see the world through their eyes and not kind of trying, you know, like, and I, I, I'll admit, I've had that thought in the past. Like, Elaine kind of has that mentality. Like, let's let them be kids for as long as we can. Like, there's no reason to rush it into letting them see some of the things in the world that, you know, aren't very nice to see. You know, some of the, the hatred and, and the evilness and all that. Um, so we kind of always kind of clashed down and not, you know, not like it was a fight about it, but we kind of had different of opinions. Um, but ultimately, I kind of started to see her way. And so he put this post up. So I, I commented about how I've had that in the past where I've wanted to kind of, you know, prepare them, so to speak, for the, the real world. And my wife wanted to allow them to be kids. And he put a quote. Well, not a quote. I'm making it a quote now. He just put a reply to it. Um, and I liked it so much. I added it into my, my morning journal. But he put this here. Uh, let me see. Wait. He said uh, they have their whole adult lives to live in the real world. This this was the quote here said, we need more kid-level love in the world, not more real world in our kids. Man. You know, and that goes into what Juan was saying. Like, if you raise them with that love and with that empathy and with, you know, seeing the world through those eyes, you know, and if everybody did that, you know, and I, I ended up uh, expanding on that in my journal. And I'm like, you know, if everybody kind of just, you know, because that's what the world is, right? The world is a collection of children who grew up, right? Yeah. So, like, at what point do we lose that? You know, like, at what level do we lose it? And who says we have to lose it? You know, and maybe we need to have these kids grow up with that same loving eye and, and never really lose it. You know, you ever notice how, how kids could go from, like, like I see it when I watch my, my daughter play with my niece. You know, they have, like, a little spat. And, you know, they don't want to talk no more. But then, like, five seconds later, they're back playing. Like, nothing ever happened. You know, like, you ever notice that? Like, how kids could quickly, like, forgive or even, you know, sometimes when, when the kids get in trouble, right, and you yell at them. One minute they're crying, but then once everything's straightened up, like, they back to playing. It's like their day, but yet you have an adult, get it, let's say, first thing in the morning, something happens at work, what happens to you? Whole day you stinking about that. Whole day yeah. you aggravated, right? But yet a kid, they could just take it and be like, all right, we done? Okay, good. And bam, back to playing. Well, it, I think it goes back to what what, uh, what your boy said. is because at that point, you know, and I, and I think what happens is, is is time. Time is what happens. You know what I mean? You spend enough time in the real world, you get more of the real world in you. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's where all that all that stuff comes from. You know what I mean? It's years of being around. Because you look at it like you start and stuff, you realize shit affects you differently. You know what I mean? Like when you think about when we were younger, how like I mean I'm still pretty careless with my body, but like how I was very easy to throw myself off of something and flip yeah. off it on my skates. And now when I go to do it, I'm like, oh, you know, like I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, but I've done that a million times. You know what I mean? I've done that move a million times. You know, I, I've done that move for years. Like I mean, now I'm a little heavier, a little <laughs> older. When I when I hit the floor, I'm gonna splat because I'm fat. You know what I mean? So, but that's what happens. Like you, you, you as you get older. You're having these experiences, and your your mem your mind remembers. So like now that I'm older, my body, my, I'm like, hold up, you you did that for ten years, and remember how that felt for ten years of throwing your body like that and missing the rails and not landing properly on your fucking skate, you know, like. So that's what happens. Like you know, it settles in. The experience of life settles in, and it makes you think differently. Yeah, we gotta find a way to still hold on to that a little bit. Well, you know? like they say, right? You don't stop playing because you get old. You get old because you stop playing. Yeah, you're that's, right. That's that's what it boils down. Yeah, man. 
I'm, we always joking in this house. We always doing something. There's, there's always some laughing going on in here. I, I don't. I don't like, think anything gotta, serious. Gotta you know. keep it like that. <laughs> got to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Th- I don't take nothing serious. I, it, I mean, and, and for me, I mean, I guess. Cause you, I mean, even in shitty situations, like I'd be like, people would, like look at me like, "Yo, are you really joking about this right now?" It's like, well, what else am I gonna do? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still learning how to process feelings, bro. Like all I could do is laugh about it. <laughs> not a laughing moment, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. Speaking of not a laughing moment, man, yesterday I was washing my hands at work in the bathroom, and I looked to the side, and I got a side profile of how I looked, yo. <laughs> and I was like, yo, the first thing I thought was like, you fat piece of shit, yo. <laughs> like I wanted to go home and just not eat for like days. Like, I, I just felt so disgusted with myself, you know, that I looked the way I did, you know. And you know what's funny that I always I use that word a lot. I always say, you know what's funny? You know, I sound like Triple H. You know what's funny? But um, I was sitting there and I was like, like thinking like, yo, this, this is, I, I'm starting to look exactly how I always said, like, I never wanted to look. Like, I, like I, I, I'm like skinny fat. Like, I got a belly. I mean, I'm not skinny fat. Okay? Ain't nothing about me skinny. I'm just fat, fat. <laughs> But like my 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 belly looked like I have a like I'm hiding a basketball under my shirt or some shit. You know what I mean? It's like I don't want that. You know? I ain't about that life, yo. So it really it really bothered me, yo. And then I was like thinking, I'm like, yo, you know what, yo? I think I got so disgusted with myself that I was like, yo, yeah, right, you know, I, I think it's time for me to it's time for me to start moving, start doing some stuff, yo, and just stop bullshit and just shit and get off the pot, yo. And yeah. I really don't. I I really don't want to end up at Gianna's Sweet Sixteen wearing a fucking muumuu. So. <laughs> so what are you gonna do about this? I probably start smoking crack to get skinny. You know. Yeah, what you what you gotta do is you gotta make a plan. Well, and you gotta I, follow it. All, all joking aside, I I did I did uh, I was watching Men's Health a video about Edge talking about his diet, and uh, cause that's that's the big thing with me that I'm real picky, so it's hard to to get a proper diet where I could get everything I need and, you know, all that, you know, proper stuff to eat the right, to eat quote unquote clean. And, um, so I, I saw some of the stuff he was doing. I'm like, Oh, I can, I can mess with that. I, I just got to make some little changes here and there. So I, I'm going to, I, I got to show it to you later, Mike, and we'll try to, I'll, I'll try to show you what it is and we'll try to figure out, uh, I mean, see how, what you think about it and see if I could work it some sort of like meal plan and, uh, yeah. you know, Try to go back to the what, fasting. What, what physical are you gonna do? Well, I haven't got that far yet. Baby steps, baby steps. Just walk, bro. Baby Just steps. Walk. Yeah. Just start with walking. Yeah, well, no, I mean that, that's what I want. So, I, I would actually... be so you you would oh, no, be I so know. shocking, bro. Because how much that walking does. A few years back, Desiree started walking to work when she when she was living here. And uh because it was the summer, she's like, Oh, I'm just gonna start walking to work. And she literally just started walking to work every day. And from her just walking to work regularly, yo, she lost mad weight, yo. She didn't change anything other than she was walking to work, and she yeah. she lost mad weight. That's Man, good. I was talking that about one. that. Actually, you know, it's funny that that came up. I was just talking about that with Mikey about like I've always prided myself on the fact of how like I could just get up and and run and do a ten minute mile, like just get up and run like without a problem. Like I cannot do shit for months, and I get up and it actually just came up in my feed. For a memory, for four years ago today, I think it was, when I, I at work, they bet me that I, well, not that they <laughs> bet me, 
We were talking I remember about, this. Yeah. We were talking <laughs> about, about me running. I was like, oh, I could run six miles. I used to do it all the time. They're like, yo, you can't run six miles. And I had the video right here of me running six miles, talking shit the whole time. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so I was like, but now there's no way I could do that, yo. No way. I, I can't do one mile for 10 minutes, let alone six miles for 10 minutes. Well, you can forget about that 10 minutes right now. I'll tell you that. You can bump it up yeah, to more like 12 minutes and you'll be able to get it. That's what I'm saying. See, but once you get back into it, it starts to drop. You may not get that 10, but you'll get like, you know, but that's what I'm 10. saying. Though, like, like before, like it was, it was a, a, a non-thought, like a non-thought. Like and at that time when I did that run, I hadn't ran at all. I hadn't ran in like a year and a half. Like I was completely on the couch playing uh, COD, chilling with Samson, like real super lazy gamer at that point. You know what I mean? Like I was just kind of getting into the phase of of what we was. That was like towards the beginning of when we started getting into our Wednesday nights. You know what I mean? So this was like during I, I had started playing games heavy again. So I hadn't done any running. So I was like, not a problem. Yo, I, I kid you not. Yo, I. I I'm not gonna say that because I'm gonna go and try to do it, and I don't want to die doing it. So, but it's gonna don't be hard. Right it's gonna be hard. Don't but, try it right now. You gotta get yourself. I don't think I could run a mile in ten minutes. I don't. To be honest, man, yeah. I, I'm at the point where I don't even know if I could run a mile. And I, you could definitely. I'll tell you like this: the first time you try it, you may have to stop. Second time you try it, you'll be able to push yourself a little bit further. By the fifth or sixth run. Knowing you, and if you do it, you could probably be like 11, about 11 seconds, 11, 11, 20. Um, that's, that's just, that's just a guess. You know what I'm saying? That's just a guess. But you have to get out there and start moving because yeah. what it is, is as you get older, it's, it's, it's more of a body thing. Yeah, like, well, that's just like that's, that, when you younger, they, they say it's a mental thing. You got to control your mind, but definitely, you know. And I was explaining this: the, the, mind, the mind is easy to change, though. The, the mind is pretty easy yeah. to switch over to well, once you get going. That's and you're like, I oh always, shit! That's oh, I, I got this shit. Yeah, but you know, too, though, you gotta you gotta pace yourself, man. If you go out there too hard, too quick, you gonna. I mean, mm -hmm. how long were you on the shelf for after that six mile run? And then, and then you're not gonna want to run. Yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't like I was out two weeks. It was, I think, like three or four days. I was sore, but. I mean, yeah, I, but I mean, if, yeah, you did it, but if you were trying oh, to do it, but then, no, I wouldn't be able, able to, then, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it like right after, like that was obviously like a one off just to show that I could do it. Yeah, yeah, man, that's what I, I was down like three or four days. Now. Well, now I can't do it because now I feel like I'd have a fucking heart attack. How many times did you hear about people running and having heart attacks? You know what I mean? So, and that's the thing, like I start, I, I, I start doing some movements and stuff, and then all of a sudden I'm like my heart, I feel my heart beating and shit. And most of the time, you know, I'm chilling with Samson, so I'm like, oh, shit, yo, like, I got to be easy. I got to slow down, slow down, slow down, yo. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> I'm you actually going like, for a run today. Huh? I'm, I'm going to go for a run today. I haven't, I haven't ran since I had the issue with my hips hurting. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I keep thinking about it. I'm like, yo, I don't know. I even, And I feel like now I'm too far gone. It's like, that's it. Hey, you're that's never it. too far gone. Nah, bro. Look, I just, I just um, started a three-mile run now, so I did, nice. like, three of them. Like Monday, I did another three mile run, and I was supposed to do on Friday, but you know I got that shot, and I was kind of like not thinking it was a good idea, which is yeah, it was pretty good. I, mean, I didn't do it because I probably would have been really hurt if I tried to run yeah. three miles when I had got the shot. But I started out with a mile and a half, 
and then it moved to two and a half, and now I'm at three. And it's all right here in my neighborhood. It's just, you know, just coming home from work, putting the earbuds in, getting dressed, and going. And then you, you the doing, days that I... Uh, are you doing three, you're doing three nonstop? Yeah, nonstop. Nice, nice. Nonstop. That, that's my biggest thing. My biggest thing is stopping. I don't want to stop. Yeah. I may slow down, but I don't want to stop and walk. Because to me, when you're running and you stop and walk, that's defeat. Yeah. You're walking now. You're done. Because now you're going to try to get into it again. For me, I never get back in the rhythm. But if you could control your breath. The, the thing I like the most about what I do is uh, I do use the, and I'm going to say it, Mikey, so don't be mad at me, Nike Run Club app. Um, and they have... <laughs> They have guided runs, right? So oh. there, there's a there's a coach talking to you. Nice. And there's oh, music. So you get your music, right? And then he'll pop back in like a good, you know, five or six minutes later. How you feeling? So answer yourself truthfully. Are you hurting? Are you feeling okay? Or do you think you could push yourself harder? Oh, this is fine. Like he just he just breaks it down to you, and it's just something for you to think of why you're running. They get your mind off of running, right? And then it gives you pointers. A lot of times when you get hurt, it's because your your form broke down. A lot because of times, of fatigue or whatever, right? And exactly yeah. because of fatigue. So I think it's structurally put into that run when he comes up and starts speaking about fatigue to keep your mind. Uh, on focus, on task, on making sure you raise your knees up, making sure you're stepping out forward, making sure you're using your arm. It's all about form. Keep yourself balanced. Keep yourself straight. Because once you start getting funny with your form, that's, like I said, when you start to get injured. So I, I would use it. It's it, it To me, it's awesome. And you can download different uh, motivational runs and stuff like that. Um yeah, but me and me and you have me and some Nike. that's just music. It doesn't. You don't have to have them. I can't get. It, I can't get a Nike app, you. yo. I can't get a Nike app. Me, me and Nike right now are, are not on on <laughs> good <not> terms. terms. <laughs> yeah, we are not on good terms. It has, not, it has nothing to do with the shoes. It says Nike, bro. It has bro. nothing to do with it. And I'm so yo, just, uh, Mikey see my struggle. I've been trying to get these fucking sneakers, yo. <laughs> and every fucking week, not yo. You know what? I didn't want to talk about it because I'm 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 legit getting Are upset you a right member? now. Like I'm legit getting upset right now. Are you, you a know, member? I, of what? Because I think when you're a Nike Run Club member, you you get some kind of benefits with the shoes drop. I don't think I don't. You know, know when I'll be sending you pictures? Yeah. Of the I, shoes. I don't, know. I don't think I'm I don't know. Do you, have you have already seen them when you see the pictures I send you? What wait, what are you talking about? When I send you pictures of the sneakers that I send you. Have you have you had already seen them before I sent you the picture? When did you send me a sneaker, yo? I sent you like two pairs, uh, a little bit back ago. I don't remember. But I yo. think they I think they get them. I think you get like early something on the shoes when they. Yeah, come no, out. I, I I got a membership with Nike where I've gotten like the ones that I got from Mikey, the the twelves. They had sent me a, a thing like, oh, you, the, the, this sneaker's dropping tomorrow, but we're gonna give you a chance to buy it today. Yeah, yeah. But so then, I, I don't yeah, need twelves, yo. About. I need ones. I need one. I need UNC blue. I need, you know, I, I, I need a pair of light blue Jordan fucking ones. And what this size? thing eight and nine. I want a pair too. But 
Yo, Juan, I, ta- I tagged you on a post showing uh, some some uh, pre-run warm-up type stuff. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty good. I'm going to try it out today before I run. Yeah. But... You know what? Going forward, yo, I, until I get a pair of Jordan 1s, I don't ever want the, the name Nike uttered in front of me ever again. The call it that, Club. But now on, call it that company. <laughs> that company. That, that, that company. company. <laughs> That's it. It's that company to further notice. Yo. I don't ever want to hear their name again, yo. <laughs> yo, I can't believe yo. You have no idea how tight I am right now. You're thinking about it. <laughs> you can see it. Like, yo, yo, do I you feel it? I feel tense right now, yo. I'm thinking do you about wear them to run, Ron? You you wear you wear that brand to run or no? What kind what kind of no. brand? Are you oh, oh okay. I I got um those rock um Rockport those rock sneakers. Oh, Under Armour. Under Armour, yeah. How are those? Yeah, the trainers. They they're good. They um they're light and they're sturdy. Yeah, I got the I got the the rock ones, but the um, they weren't like for running. These were strictly for like use in the gym. I love them, man. I was gonna get another pair, but they don't. I guess they do like limited releases on these, so I wasn't able to. Re- I mean, they were great. They lasted for two yeah. years. I mean, they're still good, but I'm losing a lot of the bottom, and I like mm-hmm. them for leg day because they're flat. Um, they're flat, but still give you some support. So I started wearing my. I bought a pair of Feli's. Uh, which you know, fairly inexpensive, but they're pretty comfortable too. But I, I, I love the the rock. Yeah, yeah, they still do. They still cheap too, but they they comfy. I don't know how long they would last if you wore them. That's the only thing is how long they gonna last. But with the gym, I don't do a whole lot of movement. Like I, I'm mostly lifting. You know, I'm not doing. If I do anything like hit related, I, I'll either use my um my running shoes or or the rock ones. I now have two running shoes. I have the have an Under Armour pair, which really, they don't really feel like running shoes to me. They feel more like cross trainers. So I've just been kind of rocking them, like as That's my everyday what I wear. That's cross trainer. Yeah. yeah. But then I did buy a pair of Brooks. Me, I, I love Brooks to run in. So I bought a pair of cheap Brooks. I was actually shocked. I found them for like $48. It wasn't a, a, a style that I've heard before, but I'm going to try them out today and see how they go. I'm excited. I got a pair of running shoes that I use from that company. <laughs> I do car. have a pair, but I don't use them yet. Actually, I used what? to use them in the gym, um, but they're like they're tilted. Some like the the heel is a little too much for me. So like looking like the pit from uh, don't be. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Got got <laughs> yeah, fish in it. <laughs> like when the fish when the fish when it breaks, and then I got to run on the toes. What I like about the Brooks is they have. They have like a little. They always have like a little bit of a of an incline up on the toes. You know what I mean? Like it has that. It's called like a. No, it's called like a drop. Something about like a toe drop or something like that. It has something to do with the way your foot lands. But yeah, like to kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but I mean that's all they make. One time. Yeah, that's it. But that's all they make. They literally. You know that company, Brooks. That's they literally make nothing but running shoes. So I mean, like to me, it's like, ah, right, well, they—that's their specialty. So they gotta be good. And so far, every pair I've had has been good. But I'm—I'm I'm curious about these because, like I said, normally they run about a buck twenty. I got these for forty-eight dollars. So I don't know, you know, if these were, were budget come directly from, from Japan. Shoes fall apart when you run they co- the yeah. whole thing. Nah, I mean, they came in in a Brooks box. The, it's gonna the look box like the Flash stuff. when the Flash starts running and his shoes just come apart. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> gonna be over here looking like Zion Williams when he went to to make that cut. <laughs> That, from that company, too. From that, that company. company. Yeah, that shit blew up. The pow. Fuck that company. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of oh, fact, we'll we we get all right. hate, so I, I send him a, hate, a hateful fucking email. 
<laughs> I need my computer to send him a hateful email, yo. Yeah. Talk Damn. about tangent. Shit. Yeah. I, uh, that, how, that did... how many? How how far are you going today, Mikey? I'm gonna try for three, man. But I haven't ran. But I had issues with my hips about two weeks ago. Um, that painful. That I couldn't even go up and down the stairs. I don't know if it was from work. It could have been from reliving the chainsaw story where I fell off the the tree. Cause that's the hip that got hurt from that. But for like two weeks, my hip, dude, when I tell you, like, I couldn't even, you know, like sometimes you lay back on the couch, you cross your feet over each other. I couldn't even mm-hmm. cross my foot over the other foot. I had such pain in the hip. So I haven't ran or did anything cardio related, really, in like maybe two weeks, probably even more. Um, so we see. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to go to the park. Now we're getting yeah. old, yo. It has a uh, like old people problems. It is. It's it's a one and a quarter uh, path. So, you know, I'm, I'm a dude, definitely going to go for a mile. Um, and let's see how I feel. If I feel good, I'll go for two. And if I still feel somewhat decent, I'll try to kick it to the three. So, see what happens. I, I've tried, do, you, you know, too, I tried doing a three-mile run. Matter of fact, right before my hips started hurting. Um, but I had issues with the headset. Uh, yeah, things started acting not. up. I was playing with it too much because it has this thing called uh, go-through or something like that. And the, the headphones were specifically designed to be used by runners and and being out and active and what it does is it actually picks up the outside sound yeah. and amplifies it through your headphones so you hear certain things so i was you know like an idiot i'm there hitting it you know you have to have it three times it's like do 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 and i kept hitting it because i was trying to see the difference between the two and after a while the headphones was like you know what bro i ain't working no more and the shit just stopped working and like an idiot i didn't that much and then you can't turn them off. You turn them off by putting them inside the case. And like an yeah. idiot, case at home. So now I'm here with the headphones, like all staticky in my ear. I was already huffing and puffing. And like you said, once you stop, and, and it wasn't even like I stopped to walk. Yo, I legit stopped to try to figure it out. And just to run after that, I, I could have sworn while I stopped, somebody came and put like two bricks on my feet. And they're like, yo, here, take these back with you. <laughs> take these back with you. <laughs> every, every step I took, it was like, boom. And my hip was hurting, my knees were hurting. So, yeah, it's been a while since I ran, but I'm not going to play with the headphones today. I'm just going to put it in and let it do its thing. I'm not going to bother. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Like that was three. So we see what happens. But, yeah, I'm, I, I hope to go for three. I hope to go for three, but I don't know if, you know, if that's going to that's gonna work. But we're going to try and see what happens. I'm thinking about um, getting one of those thermogun things. The, I've seen uh, those. I, what? I, I'm thinking that might that might help you out with your hip too. It's like about the those massage guns. Oh, I see. I seen those things. Yeah. You, they you have. Nah, do you have a a jigsaw at your house? Yes, I do. They I do. sell attachments for the jigsaw. You can make your jigsaw into one of those things. Stop playing, yo. <laughs> That's some Looney Tunes shit. You put a boxing glove on the end of a fucking jigsaw. <laughs> is that, is that, is that a boxing I, I joke, <laughs> Oh man! Look, yeah. I don't know if you can. I don't be able to see it. You see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo. And it, it legit, those are the pieces that will fit inside the jigsaw, and then you have all the different oh, heads. Man. I was for twenty bucks, bro. Twenty bucks. Those thermoguns are like over a hundred dollars. Expensive. Yeah, yeah bro. Good one. A good one's expensive. Yeah, there you go. You can try it for twenty bucks. Try it out, and we talk about it on the podcast. Do a, a little <laughs> little product review. Well I'm, gonna, well, I'm gonna come walking in here like that dude from Coco. 
<laughs> Why are you walking like that? I'm walking like skeletons walk. That's how you walk. No, not really, kid. <laughs> I mean, they do have a cheap one here for like 29 bucks, a massaging gum. But I forget, hey, put it that's yeah, yeah, man. 29 bucks, and you're probably going to get the same experience that you'd get from $20 pieces from a jigsaw. Yeah. I, I understand they're in the same price range and the same tax bracket. So um, I'm sure you're going to get the same kind of, uh, you know, when you're done. <laughs> but I figured, you know, if he has if he has the jigsaw at home, he could buy the attachments. Worst try case it. scenario, he'll know if he... Scenario, like, you, end, you end up in a hospital. Nah. With, uh, <laughs> with a bunch of holes in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, that little attachment, the ball falls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you're, not for nothing, you look at the... Uh, the little gun that Juan's talking about, I see those things. It's like small. We you use a fucking saw. Oh no, you said jigsaw. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of a saw. But jigsaws are still kind of. They're a little bit more bulkier, you know. Yeah, and no, they're heavier for the, sure. The, like the the saw. Watch to hit your back. She back. Yeah, turn around. Why not hit your back? Take the little ball off. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah, she probably she probably would enjoy that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to chop all that out and save that for like a just a post, yo. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, oh man! This thing, this thing, today's episode, man. This was really one of those, uh, one of those all over the place, man. Like we, we were everywhere. We was, we laughed, we cried. But I mean, that's how it's supposed to be, though. Like it's supposed to be like, us just talking about whatever. I feel like today we 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 uh we hit gold. I think today we we, we felt like ourselves again. Yeah, I mean, like, well, because we were all over the place. We didn't follow the structured format. I mean, it, from the jump, it went out the window. I was all over the place. I was throwing shit out of order. Like, my, the whole plan just out the window, out the window. I know we had a plan. We just kind I of. Did. I did. I came in with a plan, with an idea. I, was, and I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. It was just puppy monkey. But you got to start telling us what the plan is, bro. I yeah, came in man. here. See, I didn't smoke me. This is right here. Oh. I was ready. Yeah, you can uh, you got we got to work on communication, man. Cause if you have topics that you want to discuss, like it, it would help if we all know the topic. At least, at least text it in the morning, like, "Yo, guys, this is what we talking about today." I'm over here thinking we didn't have nothing. That's why I read from the book, and then we kind of talked about the movie, and we went all over. But I yeah, think it worked. I think it we worked. I figure we wing it like we always wing it. So I mean, chop it up and probably get a couple of shows out this shit. Yeah, I'll figure out. But I mean, I guess that's our thing, right? That's our thing to you know. We, all over the place. That's what we do. That's what we do. Like it's I said, like man, a run. I, at it the end starts of the day, out a little you know, bit slow, and then we get into the groove. <laughs> I do this because I enjoy sitting down and talking with you guys. It became a very good habit. It's something good, uh, you know, for us to build each other up, keep each other, you know. And then, there's, there's, you know, people, you know, some people actually like to sit down and listen to us and join us, you know. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, people see like, what like, like, I was telling Nick at work, one, you know, like, my goal it's to like have this, but on a little bit of a of a of a larger scale, man. Like to have like a group of guys, um, and I had, Nick Nick was like, "Oh, you want guys?" I, I said, "I want a group of guys that I could touch," you know. And he was like, "Oh, you mean like yeah, like, sound... like that?" You I know? was like, "You mean like an orgy? <laughs> like a group of guys touch like an orgy?" No, what I'm saying is like I want to have like a group, of, a group of guys, right? Like like-minded guys. Yeah, you ain't man, touching me. That, you know, we all want. Uh, 
like the goal is to be better, right? And we all want to be better, and we, and we feed off of each other, and, and we breathe life into each other, you know, and and having that that comfort to to say what we want to say to each other. Um, so yeah, no, I de- I definitely appreciate having this, man. I do, I do. I mean, even if it just stays the three of us and and never grows to anything further, I'll be happy with it. I just, you know, I would like to have more. And it doesn't have to be on the show. The show can still be us, but I would like to have this dynamic and just kind of branch it off to to have more guys, you know. And then even to the point where we just help each other out with anything, you know. Like ha- have, you know, how, how the chat used to be, you know, where we just throw it in there and be like, yo, guys, what do you think? And, you know, and then everybody kind of chimes in, man. Like I think that's important to have as men. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like you said, though. I mean, right, like right now we just having the three of us, but there's been uh, – significant changes in each of our lives from doing this and we've touched other people that they've made changes in their lives you know from us doing this so it trickles down you know i mean little by little you know we're doing our part you know to make the world a better place i mean and and we're out in germany and peru yo so i mean you know what yeah we were we're internationally known baby (laughs) internationally known on the microphone because i get stupid every week Every week I get stupid. Big up Germany, <laughs> big up Peru, Peru. Yeah. That was, that was, when I saw that up in the, in the, the, I'm like, whoa, what? Okay, okay, we touching the other side of the world. Maybe not how Mikey wants us to be touching them, but we touching them. <laughs> I tell you, the, the level of Nick's interpretation skills is amazing, bro. Amazing. I, ah, we could do That's a whole a show just on that. And the whole show just on the amount of shit Nick takes that I give him, and he completely twists it to fit whatever he's trying to say. I, I'm and twists it in a way that for a brief second, I'm like, shit, maybe that is what I meant. <laughs> like, nah, nah, that's not what I meant, bro. That's not what I meant. <laughs> that's a skill, bro. That's yo, a skill. For real, you're like, we be saying, and I thought I told us, I like, I'm the living embodiment. That every that to proves that everything is up for interpretation. Because I, I could spin anything, anything to to, <laughs> to fit what I'm trying to say. I have I've, I have yet to see something where I was like, oh, I, I can't I can't flip that. Well, well I have one quick story and then, and then we got to cut it because it's getting way too long. But yesterday, right once yesterday, I'm telling him we're talking about chasing the wrong things, right? I'm like, listen, I said if if you constantly chasing after status or money, whatever the case is, I said mm-hmm. you're never gonna be happy. <laughs> You're never going to have enough. You're always chasing the dollar. And no matter what you hit, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm happy with this amount. You're always going to want more. I said, but if you chase the right things, then you feel you feel fulfilled. I said, but when you're chasing the wrong things, you constantly feel empty because what you're chasing ain't going to fill you. So a few seconds after that, we're talking about work boots. He's like, yeah, I should just wear these. Like, I forget what kind of was. He's like, these $150 boots. He's like, right, because that's what you said. Money ain't no thing, right? I'm like. No, that's that's not what I said. <laughs> but that's what you just said, that, you know, don't chase money, but money ain't no thing. I'm like, nah, nah, that's not what I meant, bro. But, yeah, so anyway, that was it. That was it. Uh, you know, that's what I do best, yo. I, I, I switch the narrative. Yes, when you think you got the... Just, what is it that uh, Robert Ryan probably says? Just when you think you got the answer, I changed the question. That's it. Something like that. I don't know. I'll figure it out. We'll add it later. That being said, uh, like I always say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. I appreciate everybody that gave their time to uh, listen to the podcast, you know, watch the clips on Instagram, wherever we put them, and uh, they continue to support us and, uh, you know, hear our nonsense that's worth mentioning. So, until next week, people. Peace. Peace.
Don't talk Please. about that company no more. <laughs>